Welcome to Chatting with Channing, the podcast for Channing School that lets you, the listener, find out more by hearing from people throughout the whole school community. Each episode, you'll hear real stories from staff, from pupils, from parents and the school's alumni to give you a true reflection of life on Highgate Hill. Now, in this episode, we're speaking to charity officers, Eliza and Hannah. They'll talk us through what the role of charity officer entails, why charity is so important at Channing School and what other support they provide at the school. But we'll also get to hear about the upcoming events they have planned, as well as some of the advice that Eliza and Hannah would give to younger pupils interested in charity work. Now, this episode is great. Eliza and Hannah have a real passion for charity and the work they do at Channing. So come with me now as we speak to charity officers, Eliza and Hannah. Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Channing podcast, where I'm going to be chatting with Eliza and Hannah, who are charity officers at the school. Eliza and Hannah, thanks very much for joining me today. Now, first of all, let's hear a little bit about yourselves. Eliza, first, what year are you in and how long have you been at Channing? So I'm in year 13, so in my last year of Channing. And I joined in year seven, so I guess I've been here for six years now. And I take maths, geography and economics for A-level, all of which I enjoy very much. And I'm planning to study geography at university when I leave. Fantastic. That's brilliant. Hannah, what about you? I'm the same, so I'm in year 13 as well, and also joined in year 7. I do geography, economics and psychology A-levels, and I'm planning to do a gap year and then take sociology with criminology at university. Great, that all sounds really interesting. So, now, as I said at the beginning, you're both charity officers at Channing. Can you tell us a little bit about what that role means and what it entails? So for the charity officers at Channing, they've, for me at least, I've always seen them as like these kind of pinnacle of light, I guess, in a way, because they were always the people who planned all the events, the really fun events, and they would always pitch a charity at the beginning of the year. So they would pitch three charities to the whole school, and then you kind Mm -hmm. of go on to vote which ones you liked. And I always like enjoyed that assembly. I enjoyed watching it and kind of voting in that whole democratic process. And they, yeah, they go on to oversee all the events towards the year. They liaise with the charities themselves, hold collections. So that's their main job. Yeah, and um, on just expanding from what Eliza said about the kind of presentation of the three chat or two or three charities in the assembly, it was really cool this year that we were the ones who got to decide what those three charities were, which meant that we could kind of bring in our like interests in regards to charities that we really wanted to support. No, absolutely. So you'd be able to put your passion for something right behind the role. That's great. And so the whole school's involved with the process in one way or another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that makes it really inclusive, which is really nice. Yeah. That's very good. It's very important, isn't it? Yeah. So what made you, I mean, you've said, you've alluded to how you'd always looked up, Eliza, you looked up to the charity offices in the past, but what made you decide it was a role you wanted to go for, both of you? I think just the idea of giving back, of course, because Tanner and I were talking earlier about how we're very privileged and lucky to be mm-hmm. at Channing in these positions. And just obviously the notion of giving back to the community. And this year we've decided to support an international charity who focuses on women's education and, of course, being in a girls' school. Being in a girls' school, having that access to education, those opportunities, it's only right and fair to give 
that that same thing back to people so for me that's just yeah the notion of giving back I guess Yes, I, I completely agree. And I think that choosing the charity that we have and supporting girls through education really also like highlights how lucky we are that we have access to such amazing education and teachers in school. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. You've really answered the question, I think, probably. But can you tell us more, a little bit more about why charity is such an important thing, part of Channing School, as opposed to for you guys personally? Well, charity in any aspect of the world is important. Of course, the world we live in is not always fair. It's not always equal. I mean, both as geography students, we're always learning about kind of inequalities between so many different groups of society. And Channing, again, we are in this this lucky position where we have the resources to give back. And everyone here is very friendly. Everyone wants to do something good because they know that it will better society and kind of just the local community around them in the long run and everyone just has a kind of a giving sort of a feel they want to give back and I think that's why Channing really enjoy giving to charity hopefully. Excellent that's great so what did you have to do in order to get the charity officers role is it something you had to apply for? So you get the position for just under oh no around a year so at the end of last year so end of year 12 we were the whole year were given the opportunity to apply for officer roles so that's like the head girls charity officers Mm -hmm. and house captains and so we had to write an application saying kind of what charity meant to us how we would fit the role what attributes we have that would kind of contribute to us being good charity officers kind of maybe some examples of what charity events we might like to run and then from there we kind of got selected as the best candidates I guess yes um yeah (laughs) excellent yeah another thing that I like as well about being a charity officer is because within the kind of officer ships I guess there's a lot of house captains which they do an incredible job they run all the charity weeks and they look after their designated year groups but charity officers are kind of these they're kind of like a bit different to that role and we have a different role to play I guess whereas compared to all the house captains where I think we've also learned skills and how to communicate because we've had to kind of reach out to all of these charities and learning how to talk to people that we might not normally be talking to as 17 year olds has been a good experience as well. Brilliant very useful skill to learn in life. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you've mentioned uh, that the charity you're supporting this year is involved with uh, education for, for women. Can you tell us what the charity is and, and a bit more about what the work they, they're doing? So the charity is called CAMFED, so it stands for the Campaign for Female Education, and it works with young girls across sub-Saharan Africa in kind of gaining skills that would help with education as well as period poverty. So they kind of provide education opportunities for girls that don't have much access usually so this charity aimed to help provide education and those skills that can then lead them to gain highly skilled jobs yeah because also a lot of development models always regard female education as being the kind of the silver bullet I think is the term that they used in terms of development because of course we need equality within within leadership positions we need representation of both men and of course women so CAMFED's aim is to get 
to educate those women so they can be in those roles of leadership, so they can kind of dictate what happens to their lives rather than following perhaps the traditions that other women within their lives have followed, which perhaps weren't as beneficial to their livelihoods. So, for example, learning about fertility rates and learning about like contraception and family planning will all aid women in kind of becoming the best that they can be. A lot of uh, information that we tend to take for granted of in course. the West that we've got access to that sort of information. So that that's, sounds like a very worthy cause and obviously one that's close to both of your hearts. So obviously you do the initial introduction and, and the, the, all the other students at school get a chance to vote for which charity you're going to support. How do you keep them updated of things that are happening during the year so to ensure that they really know what they're supporting rather than just you know, putting some money towards Mufti Day or whatever it might be? We, at the beginning of the year, as we've previously mentioned, there's an assembly where we present the, our options and there the students and teachers kind of learn a little bit about each. And obviously this year people chose CamFed, so we, throughout the year, have charity assemblies. We also keep people updated with kind of figures of money we make throughout the charity weeks within the school and about any other kind of events going on so at the moment there's a food and coat collection going on for other charities but still equally just as important um so that's all through email and we're constantly making announcements in assemblies about upcoming events as well great so keeping everybody informed so what events have you done already and what things have you got planned for the rest of the year to to support the charity a classic Channing staple fundraiser or charity event are the charity weeks. So I think we have five or six a year or so because it's like each house. So there's four houses and then there's year seven charity week and sixth form charity week. So often they have a theme. So if they're around Halloween, they might be Halloween themed or Christmas themed or whatever it may be. And like the house captains, they can come up with some really creative fundraising ideas. So you have your typical mufties and your typical like cake sales. But I think for the Halloween themed one, they did all the teachers dressed up in like ghosts as sheets and <laughs> kind of like, uh, like get the ghost teacher. And then um, for the most recent Sharp Charity Week, they they have a fair and they like merge two teachers faces together. And it was like have to guess like who was who. Excellent. That was That was really funny. So I think, yeah, just kind of the mix of creativity, getting people involved, getting people making, like, planning events that people want to get involved in is definitely what is the key. And then also food always, always brings in the younger years. Absolutely. Food always works. And so you're working closely with the house captains then as well, helping them with their charity weeks. Yeah, well, we we try to kind of oversee them and help them, like, count the money or whatever it may be. Brilliant. That sounds great. So what was last year's charity? It was ref- called Refuge. So that was, as Eliza mentioned before, we were, we're doing an international charity this year. So I think the school liked to alternate between national and international. So last year was a national one across the UK called Refuge. I think yep. they help... Women in domestic yeah. abuse. And we, the school, which this is quite an impressive figure considering we were in lockdown throughout the mm. majority mm. of this time. They Not made over £7,000 through wow, just fantastic. giving the just giving page which was very impressive Mm. considering the circumstances yeah I think it was also the pandemic definitely and just lockdown in general definitely impacted their those charity officers and they did a great job to kind of like mitigate around that because 
it is the bake sales that make the money. It's the mufti days. And if yes. there's no one in a school to eat the cakes or wear the clothes, then it's very difficult to get that those same that like those same figures. So they did a great job. Excellent. Yes, it was a very tricky year for everybody all around, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Especially charities, I think, as well. So are there other charities or social issues that you guys support away from your role as a, as a charity officer? I mean, we've both done Gold Duke of Edinburgh, which of course is like synonymous with volunteering and charity yep. and kind of giving back to the uh, community. So for my Gold Duke of Edinburgh volunteering, I have been volunteering at my local vaccination clinic. Great. But over the summer, I, I mean, it, it's not as kind of, maybe not as romantic as it may sound like it doesn't even sound that romantic in itself (laughs) but like everyone's like oh my god you're like giving people vaccines but I'm just like putting in the data and the computer (laughs) all vital work yeah exactly so that's kind of the most recent cause that I guess that I've been giving to yeah on the on the same similar kind of note to do with the pandemic in April of last year so kind of mid-pandemic I was helping make what they called PP like scrubs yeah. for doctors PPE or PPE that's the one for doctors working in the royal free so there's a there was a big center where we used old materials from I don't know those kind of curtains that go around in mm-hmm. within hospitals mm-hmm. to make PP which was really I feel like I got a lot out of that because I was kind of helping hands-on so are there other issues social issues and things that you're involved with outside school and passionate about this is not so much outside of school, it's more within school. Both mm-hmm. of a lot some of my friends run Rainbow Society and Feminist Society, FemSoc. So I attend them weekly if I can. And just they so basically they run the sessions on what they want to talk about. And just to to kind of learn about such topical issues that are not really published in mainstream media from people that really care about them that obviously mean a lot to them and to me as well. <laughs> It's just, it's fascinating to see them talk about a subject that you wouldn't necessarily get to talk about within kind of the strictness of the school syllabus. Mm-hmm. So those societies, especially as you move up the school, are a great way to learn about kind of the social issues around you. Excellent. Well done, both of you. That sounds really great. So going back to your charity officer role, what would you say are the three most important attributes to being a charity officer? So... I would say the three most important attributes are probably kindness, I think. Mm-hmm. And just like the idea of kind of looking after people. You like, why would you be a charity officer if you don't want to give back? There's not really much point. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect of it. Yeah, I'd also say more kind of boring but very much necessary things. Stuff like organisation, being able to keep in touch with people and like kind of public speaking a little bit because we have to do assemblies and make announcements and obviously it doesn't matter as much I'd say because you're not that's not your main role and things like kindness are a lot lot more Mm. important but just little things like that that are also useful just in life as well so they they, we've gained lots of skills Mm. which are going to help us hopefully in the future yeah and I would say also just like being willing to get involved with anything Because so many teachers have emailed us just like little random kind of charitable things. So one teacher emailed us wanting us to do like help out with the coat collection that we've been doing for a charity wrap up currently. Mm -hmm. And then another teacher wanted us to, I don't know, like help at the carol concert with like a retiring collection. So just kind of 
wanting to make the most out of every event there is and try and get as much like charitable uh, fundraising you can out of it. Yeah, that's great. And for pupils lower down the school, if they're looking up to you as you did to ones above you, what would advice would you give them about if they wanted to become charity officers in the future? I'd say just as every Channing student I'm sure is, just just keep going through the school kind of having a, a kind outlook on the world. Sounds very generic, but just kind of keep caring, keep up with volunteering, doing things to help people around you, anyone you know you see struggling, whether that be in school or kind of elsewhere, just help as much as you can, I'd mm. say. Yeah. And also another thing is, because I heard some year 12s talking about like applying for officer roles and all of those things. And this is like very quite niche, but they were saying how they didn't want to be charity officers because it was like too scary to give the assembly where you pitch all three. And just to say that, honestly, it's not as scary as it seems. Like I, I was like really scared in the run up to it. But when we did it, it was actually really fun just to actually talk to the whole school about something that you've created and you care about so that it was actually a great experience I would yeah say. and also um, carrying on from that I I personally I think this kind of Channing girls tend to think that every time they do stuff like an assembly oh that was really bad oh that went really badly but after we got so many well done saying like oh that was one of the best assemblies run by students like it actually went so much better than yeah. well, I, I no, certainly yeah, expected I agree, I agree. Uh, that's good good advice I'd say and so away from being charity officers what other aspects of school life are you and both involved in I mean because I am applying for geography I'm quite into oh I mean I've applied for Oxbridge so I have been doing a lot thank you for a lot of (laughs) extra geography work so senior geography society is a group that I've recently been getting quite involved with so I've led a few sessions with friends about like various topics so like geopolitics and stuff and then just attending the sessions and just kind of like stimulating discussions I found to be like a very very interesting and kind of invaluable experience. Yeah likewise I've attended a couple of sessions in Senior Geography Society. I watched one of Eliza's talks it was very good. Obviously at the moment it's very busy for everyone so I've, I'd say that this year it's been a bit more of a struggle to keep up with extracurriculars. But last year I was very involved in things. So, for example, I ran a psychology podcast, which was quite good fun. But it's been a bit of a struggle to keep that up this year. And also year 13s tend to hand over their previous clubs to the year 12s. So that's yes. kind of in the process at the moment. Excellent. Give you time to focus on the uh, the exams at the <laughs> yeah, end of the year, yeah, I guess. Sadly. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Well, we're coming to the end of our chat, which has been lovely. So just give me a couple of little, uh, put put you on the spot for a little bit. Can you both give me your favourite Channing moments so far? Big question. question. (laughs) I know it sounds so cringe to say, but honestly, there have been like quite a few that I don't know if I can pick. I mean, today, I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but today was, it was quite a memorable experience. So for our PSHE, the school thought it would be fun, and it was fun, to hire, like, a beatbox academy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it started off, everyone was a little confused, but it was fun. And then towards the end, they were getting everyone, like, involved, getting them to do beatbox battles. And they were like, we need one more duo to do it. So everyone's, like, pointing at our head of year and pointing at the maths teacher. So I think <laughs> watching your maths teacher and your history teacher 
like compete in a beatbox battle was it was definitely up <laughs> quite there. memorable yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good Mm-hmm. I'd say that's something you're not yeah. going to forget for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, similarly, the other week, I don't know why so many things are involved with singing, but another PSAG thing we did, we had karaoke um, that we all got to get involved, which was just really funny. And again, the head of the same head yeah. of year performed the song American Boy, which was quite, again, quite memorable. And I think that's, that's one of my favourite things about Channing is that teachers just get so involved with yeah, everything. It's, it's so nice. Yeah. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Okay, one final question. If you had any superpower, what would it be and why? <laughs> I think I know. What's yours? I think I'd like to be able to read minds. Oh, Sometimes that. that probably wouldn't be for the best, but I think that I'd like to be able to know everything about ev- mm. everyone without having to ask them. As a social <laughs> well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think for me, I would want to be able to teleport places that's cool because I mean I like obviously traveling is like I love to do it but then also I don't know if you can teleport without like carbon emissions <laughs> because like, maybe who knows yeah I don't want to I don't want to fly like a 12-hour flight get tired and emit all that carbon to just go somewhere so I would be able to teleport and go to all these cool places Oh, they sound very good ideas, both of them. (laughs) Well, it's been lovely talking to you both. I'm very impressed with all you've done and inspired to do in your roles, charity officers. And I wish you the very best for the future, for all your plans for university and beyond. And thanks so much for joining me. Thank Thank you you so much. much. It was lovely to meet you. Thank you. So that was Eliza and Hannah, charity officers at Channing School, talking to us about why charity is so important at Channing. Thank you both for joining us on this episode of the Chatting with Channing podcast. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.